it's Anna, the producer of the Montel Weekly Podcast. I'm not sure if you noticed, but our show is quite well-traveled. In the season of various events in the energy world, the majority of the episodes was recorded on location and produced remotely. But recording in London has always been the best, despite a hard-working construction work team behind the windows. Yeah, they usually try to keep up with our podcast. One of the episodes we did in London provided us with a great discussion between Lawrence Walker, co-editor Montel, and Paolo Coy, president of Acosmatics. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm interested, Paolo, a little bit in this cyclicality of, of prices and of markets, commodities in particular. Could you go into some more details here? I mean, are we experiencing the downturn in the cycle before we go up again? I mean, what, what, what are the dynamics at play here? When it comes to, to, to commodities, of course, especially coal, we always also have to, to, to think about sort of germane markets such as the foreign currency market, mm. right, where we've seen that the dollar has increased or has appreciated globally in, in recent years, um, and also the freight, the ocean freight market. So these mm. are f- important factors that should also be considered when looking at commodity prices. But to go back to your question about the, uh, the cyclicality, uh, again, as I said, boom, bust. And um, they alternate and they are common to all commodities. One thing that is important to notice is that the boom periods tend to be sharper. Why? Because supply moves slowly, mm. right? And so when there is demand that increases, and as we've seen, for the past you know, couple of decades, China is really dictating what happens mm. on coal in terms of the, of the demand. And with the different regulations and always changing regulations in China, mm. demand can, can shoot up quite sharply. And sometimes supply can be slow in response. And so this causes prices to boom up mm. now. At the same time, once supply moves, and this would be supply in terms of coal, but mm. also supply of, of dry bulk carriers, right, mm. Uh, mm. or shortage, if that's the case, then there is a decline. And you know, one such example is that the fact that coal prices, after reaching peak values in the early 2010, so 2011, 12, they went down for a period of about five, six years, mm. only to go back up quite sharply. Mm. And now they're coming back down again. Mm. Mm. So we're and not so quite, we're not quite bust, but we're not far away. We're or? not, we're not bust. And then of course we cannot or must not forget the fact mm. that the global economy is slowing down. You know, mm. anywhere you look, you can look at the Eurozone. Mm. It grew by 2.2% in 2018, which was down, so a slowdown in the growth with respect to 2017. So that has a factor. Uh, similarly, um, you know, industrial production, again, global GDP mm. has been slowing down and these factors impact mm. demand for coal. Sure. I mean, Laura, you talked about oil mm-hmm. uh, a bit and obviously that's, that's also, you know, we're at very, so year highs or five month highs. Um, six months even close to six month highs but how how in terms of other commodities like gas for example how does that play a role in in the coal market dynamics here paolo could you say something about that of course be, uh, it's, if you're looking at uh, power generation so coal as a fuel for power generation in europe uh, clearly its main competitor is natural gas and what we have had in the past few years was high gas prices relative to coal because there was the asian lng pool so the lng was going into asia where 
Asian buyers were uh, ready to pay a premium for LNG um, to be uh, dispatched uh, there. Now, the reverses happen where now this premium is no longer available uh, in, in Asia. LNG has come into Europe and gas prices in general in Europe have been cheap and that obviously favors gas generation. That's one of the elements. N not to be forgotten the fact that, uh, that there is legislation in Europe, obviously looking at CO2, the um, coming into play of the market stability reserve. In the carbon market. This in the is carbon the market, market yeah. of mm. course. And that means that there is a strong disincentive to burn coal. Mm. And so there again, a lower demand for a given supply sure so these are all these are all factors all at play and here. Uh, i mean um yeah i mean i think i think that's again as you can see i mean even looking at the prices you know for for coal api2 prices we reached you know we rose above 100 in october early october last year mm. and it's been heading downwards since you you can look at the gas prices and they mm. they kind of mirror it if you look at the M, sort of mbp ttf prices we're seeing highs again mm. in october tailing off now um and i think especially the api2 has become very sort of intrinsically linked with with gas more so perhaps than we've seen mm. sometimes in recent years when the markets looked to asia for directions looked for mm. other particular drivers but because of this absolute oversupply in lng in in gas mm. that we have at the moment um it's really kind of dominated the whole market and and they're you know, the moves we're seeing are very closely linked and... Linked um, to gas, to... Yeah, to, yeah to so if yeah, we see an upturn or a downturn, mm. it, they tend to move quite mm. closely at the present. Um, and obviously, as um, Paolo mentioned, the, the, you know, the docks, uh, dark spreads are pretty mm. pretty poor. Um, dark spreads, the, 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 the profits from, from, gen, from generating uh, power from coal. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there some in Germany are barely scraping a dollar um, mm. at this these sort of levels. So. But it's, I'm just wondering, it's interesting how it all relates to other commodities and specifically and to sort of cycles, commodities, boom and bust cycles. But isn't also, you know, a big factor here is what China decides. I mean, the policy front from China. So China decides to import less or import more and prices move accordingly. Isn't, isn't that also a major factor here? To hear more on this topic, check out the full episode. It is called King Call Heads for the Exit. You can find it on the Montel Weekly podcast page via the Montel website, as well as on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Paolo Coy was also our guest in the episode CO2 to bounce over borrowing wall. You can check out this one as well. The Montel Weekly returns on the 2nd of August. On this occasion, a big thank you to all our guests who share their expertise and knowledge with the Montel Weekly and its listeners. And thanks to you for listening. Tune in on the first Friday of August. Ciao!